What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Frame by Frame, a brand new podcast all about your favorite movies and TV shows. Before we start, I would like to shout out our Patreons, Bucky Blue, Hopple, and Alpaca Tom. If you want to hear your name at the start of every show, make sure to head on over to patreon.com slash save the game media and gain exclusive perks to enhance your experience. You can also head on over to our website, save the game for any inquiries and additional information. And you can also join our discord server and interact with the hosts and co-hosts of each of our four different shows. The links to all of these will be in the description below. And I, my name is Aman. I'm your host for today. And joining me is Mr. IGN himself. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing okay, man. Bit under the weather. But uh, yeah. this this British heat, it's not me oh, out, yeah. and it's giving me a cold, which is paradoxical. <laughs> but I'm here, nevertheless, powering on. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. I mean, it's been a hectic week, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been a hectic week. Like my life's been hectic. The news week has been hectic. So it's, yeah, it's pressure's coming from all sides here, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, before we get into the news, make sure to uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five star review. This really helps grow the show. So, gentlemen. Um, yeah, it's not gentlemen, just me and you today, because Jemmy yeah. Dombardovich show up. Well, we are uh, gentlemen. We are gentlemen. Yes, we are gentlemen. We are the gentlemen. Um, Indeed. So, Sam, what have you been watching this week? Um, I watched the Miss Marvel finale, of course. Um, Wait, actually, give me your in-depth thoughts on it, because you weren't on the spoiler cast. I did. I, I, I want to hear it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is... Definitely in the upper echelon of Marvel content. Um, I think it has lots of faults. It's by no means perfect. I think it started mm-hmm. much stronger than it ended. It ended. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the the reveal at the end of episode six, which was great, obviously. Um, you know, a retcon for the character, but I'm okay with it. I think that... You know, even um, Sana Amanat, the creator or co-creator of the character, said that she did actually want to make her a mutant to begin with. And I I don't think she would just say that for the sake of it. I think that, you know, there is truth to it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have faith that the Inhumans will come one day in some form. Uh, But having Kamala as a mutant and having her being the person ushering in the mutants and the X-Men one or the other or both into the mcu i think that's so great like she's such a brilliant conduit for that she's i mean aman valani just knocked it out of the park um probably one of the best casting decisions marvel have made in a few years at least i would say um yeah i i really enjoyed it i think that the post-credit scene kind of like how i felt about moon knight the Mm post-credit scene upped my opinion again i came off of the finale sort of being hmm, yeah it was good and then the post credit finale i was like "Ooh, you're actually now starting finally seemingly with phase four to link some stuff together um yeah. so not perfect but just wonderful in terms of representation educational right. heartwarming family-centric um and you know captivating on that younger audience that marvel are are striving more and more to to get into the mcu presumably young avengers are coming oh yes oh yes i mean she could be part of the young x-men or whatever they try to make it but uh, i would um, imagine so uh, yeah that would be interesting uh but one question me and jemmy did before we ended our spoiler cast was what's the next mutant you expect to see in the mcu so um sam who do you think it is I'm just interested. You don't have to give me a necessarily a full reason as to why, but what did you mm-hmm. and Jemmy choose? I chose Namor. 
Okay. Uh, Jemmy said some it's going to be someone from She-Hulk. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. so I think if they decide to stick with Namor being a mutant, that mm -hmm. would be the next one, I would imagine, unless there is some stealthy one in She-Hulk. I don't think so. But who knows with that show? Because it seems like anything's anything can happen there. Um, right. If it wasn't Namor, though, I am going to make a wild guess and say that we see Rogue. Oh, next. Rogue. Okay. Um, and I would place her in the Marvels. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that's some strong prediction there. And I, I'm yeah. here for it, man. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, have you been watching anything else or have watched anything else? Um, I have literally just started um, because I realized really late to the game that my PS5, every person that has a PS5 has six months free of Apple TV. Mm -hmm. So I've literally just started on both Ted Lasso and oh, Severance, yes. uh -huh. um, which are both obviously critically acclaimed shows. And mm -hmm. I am loving them both so far. Um, I will probably have more detailed thoughts in a, in a future frame by frame. But uh, mm -hmm. no, I, I can already see that it's something that I'm going to adore and would be very happy recommending to other people. So yeah. that's what I've been watching. What about you? Um, wait, I want to recommend one thing to you on Apple Ooh. TV. Um, there's a show called Mythic Quest. Um, oh, okay. It's similar to Ted Lasso, but it's about a video game development company. Uh, and you be yourself. I think you might you might enjoy that one. It's a it's a comedy based on a video uh, game development studio. So yeah, that's that's a good show. I think you might enjoy it. So um, yeah, I hope you check that one out. But I've um, made a note of it. But yeah, what I've been watching this week again. You, you mentioned Ted Lasso. I've been doing a Ted Lasso season two rewatch with my family. Mm -hmm. This show is just hilarious. It's it's the perfect blend of British and American comedy, and they both clash. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, what else I've been? Well, I've been watching. I've also been watching uh, Vinland Saga. Um, it's a, a anime on Amazon Prime. It is mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic. The art style is amazing. The voice acting is probably some of the best I've seen. The characterization is so well done. And the setting, like the setting of the Norse mythology, absolutely amazing. But one criticism I do have is that is the animation. Uh, at times it's phenomenal, but at certain scenes, um, this is some of the scenes involving CGI, um, it looks absolutely awful. So um, <laughs> season two is coming soon. Season two is coming soon. So uh, I hope they, that's something they fix. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've been watching this week. Uh, so mm. yeah, Sam, are you ready to talk some news? We got some. Oh, yeah. we, got, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, so we're gonna quickly brush past the starter stories, I would say. So uh, mm -hmm. story number one. Lord of the Rings, a Rings of Power main teaser just dropped earlier this week. Uh, and goddamn, this looks so beautiful to look at. Like, I mean, this looked way better than some of the movies I've seen, like, over this past decade, I would say. I'm not even trying to overhype it. Like, it's, I think it's on par with, like, Avatar level CGI. Um, but yeah, what do you think of it? Um, I will agree on the visuals. I think it looks mm -hmm. stunning, um, far better than I would have expected a, a streaming oh, show yeah. to be. I mean, obviously, I knew about the budget that they are spending on this, which is oh, yeah. what is it like 500 million? Yeah, something ridiculous mm -hmm. like that. Um, yeah. and it shows like you know, the quality is there outside of the visuals, though. Not convinced. Um, I think this looks outside of the visuals really quite generic and that's disappointing um right. it's giving me heavy 
um, vibes of like House of the Dragon, like all these Game of Thrones prequel things. Oh, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. and it feels like if you actually listen to the dialogue in that trailer, right. it is it sounds cliche. It's cliche line after cliche line. Oh, right. it feels like the end of an era and the beginning <laughs> of a new one. It's just like that's what you're selling to me of all the deep lore that you could like, because obviously realistically the only people that are actually truly going to watch and love this show are going to be fans of Lord of the Rings anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's giving me Halo vibes, weirdly where (laughs) Halo tried to appeal to a mainstream audience by watering down and changing what Mm -hmm. was, what actually people love about Halo. And it failed because of that, yeah. in my opinion. And I oh, yeah, think that this is kind of going the same way, or it seems to be. Like, mm-hmm. instead of really diving deep and giving us... Obviously, we've got Gladriel and, and other characters appearing, but to not give us something... I wasn't wowed, like shocked or surprised by anything in the trailer. They aren't... And they might be playing their cards close to their chest, but I think that that's a dangerous game. Um, and ultimately, I think that unless... I'm going to watch it. Of course I am. Like I'm saying all of this, of course I'm still going to watch it. But I think Uh, that it might be ultimately kind of like the Hobbit films where, yeah, they're serviceable, they're okay, but of course they're not going to be as good as the original trilogy and it ultimately feels a bit unnecessary at the end of the day. That's my opinion. Right. So, like, do you think... um, Are you a Lord of the Rings fan? Like, Oh, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10... How much would you rate yourself as a Lord I, of the Rings? I adore the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay. if I would probably say at least an 8.5, maybe a 9. Oh, wow. Like, I am okay. super, super, super big on Lord of the Rings. Um, right. So, um, yeah, I have a confession to make. I have uh-oh. not watched any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, I know I'm running a movie and TV podcast, but... Uh, this is one of those trilogies everyone keeps talking about. I, I I want to watch it, but I've never made the effort to watch it. That's something we need to rectify shortly on Frame <laughs> by Frame. It needs to come out somewhere. I mean, Frame by Frame special. I'm on, I'm on uh, Lord of the Rings movies in review. That could mm-hmm. happen. Uh, but yeah, um, again, I think this visually looks great. Uh, I yeah. get those cliche dialogues, but I think you're more fit to like uh scrutinize this project because you know about the lord of the rings i've only watched the hobbit movies didn't like those either but um yeah <laughs> but yeah um so moving on to story number two sam uh so as we all know the boys is getting a college spinoff this was first announced after season two of the boys wrapped up uh and now it looks like it's heading into full production uh, and the working title at the moment is Gen V. So let me take, let me just read out the description real quick. Uh, so it's taking place in a college run by Vought International, of course. Uh, the show follows superpowered students throughout their studies. Uh, Gen V is an irreverent R-rated series that explores the life of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best um, contracts in the best cities. Um but yeah, it's supposed to be a part college show, part Hunger Games with all the satire and raunch of the boys. Um, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm, again, similar to Lord of the Rings, very split. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I adore the boys. You know, I, I mm-hmm. think that it is excellent. Probably one of the oh, best yeah. superhero shows on right Definitely. now. Definitely. Um, 
And as much as I enjoyed uh, Diabolical, the animated series, mm-hmm. it, it didn't really land. Like it was enjoyable, but that's only because I liked the boys. The boys, right? Um, this show, I think, mm-hmm. it's very clearly like obviously they're doing it's a spin off, but it's also connected and it's about a different thing. And I think that they've said as well that characters from oh, yeah. this spin off are, are will appear gonna... in, in season, season four, four onwards. Yeah. Um, which again makes sense. Like it makes it kind of must watch television for people that are already mm-hmm. invested in the boys. That's how these right. things work. It's why the MCU shows do so well mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, I think that the only way that this show can actually like hit the nail on the head is if they really, and I know that they probably will, but they, if they really lean into the fact of like, oh, we're fleshing out the universe, guys, you know, we're, we're MCUing ourselves. And obviously they've mm-hmm. got the VCU in the boys. Cinematic they, they, universe, they yeah. joke <laughs> about that anyway, but yeah. to actually like full on meta lean into that satire of like, yeah, we know this isn't the, the proper boys show, but no, we're still connected. We promise. Look, look, we've got a poster of Homelander. <laughs> that means we're in the same universe, that kind of thing. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. how, I mean, I'll watch it and I probably will enjoy it in the same way I enjoyed Diabolical, but I think that mm-hmm. for it to really be something special and like properly worthwhile doing, it needs something like that. Right. See, honestly, I think this can work. I know me and you discussed last week about how it's like an upcoming trend that whenever a show gets popular, it gets a spinoff to expand the world and create a cinematic universe and all that stuff. Um, but in some cases, it works perfectly. Like, I think Better Call Saul is a perfect example of a good spinoff. But more often than not, it fails. Like, you know, The Walking Dead. It's already had two spinoffs, which did not go well. Uh, and now they've announced five more. Um <laughs> Yeah, so like that just doesn't make sense. But what interests me most about this part is the part is it's a college show and part Hunger Games show. Mm-hmm. So um, okay, again, I have another confession to make. The Hunger Games is another movie series I have not watched, only because I don't like the concept of it. Oh, interesting. Okay, so um, so yeah, I'm curious to see how they're gonna implement it into the boys sort of genre you know I, I would say the boys its own sort of genre now with its levels of comedy and violence uh but yeah i'm looking forward to see how this show turns out to be um again if it's anything like the boys i'm down you have my money take all my money actually but uh yeah i think it's just a wait and see situation um with like like with all these other spin-offs at the moment uh but yeah sam uh do you have anything else to say before we move on no, I think like I'm glad that they are moving into production. Like I think, obviously, with season three having just ended, they hit such a, a stride at the end of season three that they really need to keep the ball rolling. So to know oh, that yeah. they are getting properly into production on season four and this as well, like they need to just keep the ball going because otherwise it will lose momentum. And I still have a lot of hope for season four, but the sooner they can get that stuff out, the better. Right. Definitely. Uh, But yeah, moving on to story number three. So according to Batgirl directors Adil Arbi and Bilal Fallah, um, they also directed Miss Marvel, certain episodes of it, but they were the showrunners, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, uh, they're working on on, on the Batgirl movie. And apparently one of them said it's heavily inspired by 
uh, Edgar Wright style. You know, those quick, uh, let, uh, this is what they said, Edgar Wright like shit in the cuts. Uh, and honestly, if you're asking me, I'm totally down for this. I have, okay, so from the Ed- Edgar Wright movies I've watched, I've really enjoyed them, especially Baby Driver. Uh, I think it's in my top 10 movies of all time. That's how much I enjoyed that Ooh. movie. Um, but yeah, this gets me excited. You know, bad. I think Bad Girl is a movie is, is a sort of movie that could work because again, it's part of the Birds of Prey. Uh, I can see them them taking the sort of route for a future Birds of Prey movie or Harley Quinn movie. Uh, but yeah, this this is very interesting. What do you? How do you feel about this? I'm going to be a broken record this time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am very fifty fifty. Um, mm-hmm. It makes sense, like in terms of. It, sorry, I'll clarify. It makes sense because of who's directing it. Like you, right. obviously, you said Adil Alabi and uh, Bilal Falah. You saw at least in the, the first couple of episodes yeah. of Miss Marvel, Marvel that Scott Edgar Pilgrim writes, Pilgrim. yeah, mm-hmm. quick edits, interesting right. use of cinematography and visual effects. Um, so it makes sense that that would translate into their other work. Um, and to be fair, right. haven't seen anything else that they've done, so I don't know whether that is actively consistent across all I mean, their projects. But Bad Boys for Life was very different. Yeah, I so wouldn't say that was like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like that's something that they enjoy doing, and right. they did very successfully in Miss Marvel. So I'm encouraged right. to see them continue to in the go episodes down they that directed. Avenue. They did it successfully. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, in terms of whether it's a good fit for Batgirl. Don't know. And that's mainly just because, you know, obviously there have been sort of some plot leaks, some obviously set photos and stuff. But it's, I think for me, it's still too early to get a real grasp on what the exact tone of this film is going to be. Right. Um, you know, we, we know that um, J.K. Simmons is back as Gordon. We know right. that uh, Michael Keaton is there. But with the whole mess that The Flash is having... Like, I don't know how they're going to rectify that of bringing him back in. And it it Mm. seems that, like, potentially Batgirl could come out before The Flash. And it's like, how how does that make sense? Because he's meant to be introduced in the... Like, it's a mess. DC is suffering as they seem to continually suffer. They just can't catch a break. Um, I think it could work. But it depends. Because after seeing, like, the Batman earlier this year, I am very much... This might be a controversial take. I'm in the camp of they should focus on that, that element, that tone, that universe, even. Mm-hmm. If they want to build a connected universe, center it around that one because that was a really, right. really, really good foundation. Oh, yeah. Um, and a nice reset point if they want to just reset, wipe the slate clean. But they aren't doing that. Um, we'll see how that works out. Um the, the project that they chose to oh, reset yeah. themselves is suffering, obviously, <laughs> for various reasons. Oh my god, um, the controversy around DC right now is on another level. It's, it it yeah. sucks because, mm-hmm. like yeah. a lot of these projects, I am genuinely quite interested slash excited mm-hmm. for. Um, yeah. But all of the news stories about DC are just negative at the minute, and it's just sucking all of the life and hype out of these things. Um, except for Black Adam, because Black Adam, I, I really don't like the look off personally um, oh yeah I, I i'm i'm with you on that i'm not I, the only reason i'm gonna watch this movie is for the justice society of america exactly the like, characters i care for uh hot take i'm not a fan of Dwayne the rock johnson as an actor or he as can do actor. he can do one thing and he can do that mm-hmm. one thing well but that one yeah. thing isn't black adam like exactly. it's just not exactly. um 
in the Jumanji films, fine. He's he's fun, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Black Adam, no. Um, yep. He doesn't even have the hair or the ears. Man. I know exactly. Like, what the, anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> Batgirl, I think. I think um, I'm interested. Like I have faith in the directors. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing that I will end my my rant on. I think that they are great directors from what I've seen, mm-hmm. um, and I like Leslie Grace. She is a good actress, yeah. and the mm-hmm. the costume looks cool. So, oh yeah, if they go, side. if they're going for that kind of, yeah, if they're going for the more zany, upbeat kind of thing that leans right. into the Birds of Prey, not necessarily the film, but the tone of yeah, the, the group, mm-hmm. um, I think that could that could be really good, really good. Yeah, I mean, like it seems like a lot of the upcoming DC projects are revolving around the Flash being a hit, and uh, at the moment, it doesn't seem that it's going to be a hit. Um, you know, like there's a lot of projects I'm excited about. Blue Beetle, I can't wait to see that film. Um, what else is there? Um, the Black Canary movie, that's also in the works. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that. Green Arrow is supposed to be making his live action debut in that. So, you know, yeah, it it sucks. Um, but yeah, this this is a tangent question. Um, but if you were given the reins of DC, they're like uh, they come to you and you're like you're the Kevin Feige of DC. How would you go about things at the moment? Um. Okay, so I would I would wipe the slate clean with everything but the Batman this this mm-hmm. year's Batman. Right. Um, I think I would establish a gritty universe because, in my opinion, that is what DC does best. Right. It's what they've always done best, right. and it's where their films in the past have succeeded the most. You know, the Dark Knight trilogy is their magnum opus even to this day, and right. that's for obviously many reasons. But one of them is the fact that it was gritty and realistic um they just aren't ever going to be able to compete with marvel at this point it like it i don't think it was ever in contention that they could because they were just so far behind but now it's just it's laughable it's it's beyond parody how poor they are performing against marvel um so i would stick with the batman just go back to what they know they do well Mm. um and I would, I would do Elseworlds stories that are right. separated because I think that Marvel—that's something that they should do, where they can allow R-rated projects or right. um, other other takes on things where they aren't necessarily mm-hmm. beholden. They can still cross over eventually. Right. But I think having separate universes, once you've established one, branch off of that. And I yeah. hope that maybe that's the direction the MCU is going. Um, but that's what I would do, and then do things like um, the question, Watchmen. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and like maybe even darker takes. I mean, obviously, like Injustice, like that right. would be oh, cool. Yeah. That will be. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, if I was given the range to DC at the moment, I would stop every project in production. I don't know how much money it cost me. I'm going to stop every project in production except it's for the Batman it. universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let Matt Reeves do his thing, give him full creative control do as many sequels, spin-offs you want. And when that's finished, that's when I'm going to start a new DC universe, hoping that the hype around Marvel is dead by then. Um, and the thing I want with DC is each project should feel very different from the other. Batman should be gritty, realistic. Superman should be fun, hopeful. Wonder Woman should be more of those, uh, more more like Thor, what the Thor movies were. I also like Patty Jenkins' first Wonder Woman movie mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, each movie should be totally different. And I think that's something DC has done well in the past because, in my opinion, the best DC movie is miles ahead of the best Marvel movie. 
but the worst DC movie is way worse than the worst Marvel movie. You know, so they, they aren't afraid to take those risks. And uh, I would lean more into that, you know, g- get risky projects in like the Joker, Constantine, the question, throw them in and hope they stick the landing. But yeah, uh, I, I if I were given the reins, I would probably, you know, make each character very distinct, have their own distinct vibe in their own movie. And uh, when they do connect, you know, have a good director who can sort of blend all those characteristics that, and, and create a, like a good team up movie. I hope. I think oh, yeah. just and not to like branch off mm-hmm. too much, obviously, because this could right. go on for yeah. hours. But like, <laughs> I, I kind of feel, and I'm not slanting your opinion at all, right. but I think I kind of think that that's what DC is doing currently, where they have Aquaman, which is fun and bright, mm-hmm. and then they have the Batman, which is dark and gritty but detached. But they're not in the same universe. I, I know, I know. But then yeah. it's like they need. I think that can work, but there still needs mm-hmm. to be a central thing that right. is consistent because otherwise when they do team up, it won't connect. Right. Like Thor was initially Shakespearean and, you know, aloof right. and Captain mm-hmm. America was patriotic and everything. And Iron Man was the jerk. Right. And then they came together, but they still had the humor. They had mm-hmm. obviously the world building and stuff. And I know that that would come with your, you know, what you right. chose anyway, but I think that is a line that DC would have to toe very carefully. Right. And I think that's something that automatically comes when you have one person in creative control, like Kevin Feige. DC didn't have that. Uh, They had that with Zack Snyder, and they messed the ball with him very, very badly. Uh, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think maybe if they let Zack Snyder do his thing, because his movies didn't perform badly. They just weren't a hit with most MCU fans, I would say, because they weren't used to that type of superhero movies. Uh, but yeah, I think if they still let him do his thing, I think DC could have DCU could have been in a very different position right now. Um, certainly, it couldn't have been in a worse position than it is at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, but yeah, let's move on to the next project we have. Um, so again, this is probably the meat and potatoes of tonight's show. Uh, so we have San Diego Comic Con coming up uh, in about a week or so. Uh, and as we all know, before almost any major event, there are certain documents that make their way online magically. And these documents can either be made by executives who are working hard on these shows or a bunch of nerds sitting on their couch and, uh, you know, uh, trying to get some clout. Uh, So we have a bunch of leaks here from from the Marvel Studios panel in particular. Uh, I'll go ahead, read through each of them. uh, And then after that, we're going to see. So, like, I'm going to read out the project. And uh, Sam, I want you to tell me, what do you think about it? And is it real or is it fake? All right. We're going to go project by project. All right. Um, So number one. Deadpool 3 will get an official announcement at SDCC, but the movie won't be titled Deadpool 3, and this will be revealed with a short clip. So what are your thoughts on this? And do you think I think this is I think this is likely. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it will be called Deadpool 3. I mm-hmm. think it will have some kind of punny subtitle. Um right. to acknowledge the fact maybe that he is jumping universes. Mm-hmm. I, I would maybe even wager that it's something similar to what um uh into the spider-verse is doing you know where it's like right across the mar- <laughs> the mcu multiverse you know it's something stupid like yeah. that um i think it will be a ridiculous subtitle whatever it is mm-hmm. um yeah i could i, I could 100 see this happening i think it's time as well yeah. like we know that sean levy is directing right we know that deadpool is coming we know that mm-hmm. um yeah. it's just whether it's rated r that's what i'm interested to see whether they right. stick to their guns on that i hope so exactly 
Uh, yeah, I hope it's rated R too. I can potentially see them not making you rated R, but it's sort of leading into that more adult humor as well. Yeah. I can't see that happening, but mm-hmm. um, I hope they keep it at rated R because that's the whole vibe around Deadpool. If they don't do, don't do that, they're basically dropping the ball with the character. But yeah, I think this is real, very likely. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen at SDCC, but this is coming this year. I, I'm pretty sure. I, th- I think having Reynolds on stage would be... Oh, yeah. Like absolutely, a would be a big dunk. Yeah. Exactly. I don't and think starting off with that, that announcement. Exactly. Yeah. Something cr- crazy like exactly. that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, number two on the list, we have Ryan Coogler, Denai Guerra. Sorry, I probably butchered that name. Tina Cuerta, this one too, and uh, Dominic Thorne. They will all be present at SDCC and will bring the first trailer to Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So. Yes. Yes, yeah. this is like, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Especially if the um, movie is releasing this November, this yeah. is about the time you start the marketing campaign. So, and I think that the the cast that they list is probably likely as well. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. for people who aren't aware, that's Okoye, rumored Namor, but right. he is Namor, um, yeah. <laughs> and Dominic Thorne is Ironheart, mm-hmm. Ruby Williams. Ironheart. Um, I'm surprised that Letitia Wright isn't named here but i guess that maybe she might still just be a little bit controversial so maybe they just want to hold off um not that it's anywhere near as bad as the flash situation right right but i think that as much pr problems as they can avoid they will take steps to proactively avoid any issues or questions coming up Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think this is a hundred percent real as well, and I'm a hundred percent sure this is this has to be at SDCC because that's about the time you start the marketing campaign for the movie that's coming out in November. So yeah, I can definitely see this happening. Uh, but number three, uh, Basam Tariq, Mahershala Ali, Kit Harrington, Aaron Pierre, and Millen Ray will be in attendance for some Blade news. The big announcement will be that Anthony Starr is playing Dracula. <laughs> Blade will be there. I have right. faith that Blade will be there. I, I am, it was announced at SDCC three years ago. I think it's going to be here. I am relatively safe that it is also going to come out at the end of next year. Um, that being said, I don't know if they are going to... See, it's so hard because it's hard to determine exactly what kind of panel they're going to have. Because right. obviously at the, the previous one that they did, where they announced Phase 4, they did bring out all of the cast for each project or most right. of the projects. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do that again. Like they might. I like yeah, it if COVID they did. restrictions as well, right? If they do, mm-hmm. the cast they have listed here makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want Anthony to believe. Star. I want to believe the Anthony Starr thing. I, I, I want to believe mm-hmm. it because it it just as soon as I read it, it just. The, the image yeah. appeared in my head, and I want nobody else to yep. play Dracula. Like it's just <laughs> literally perfect. Mm. I if they do, if that is a, if that's legit, that's probably going to be the most the, the thing I pop for the most mm-hmm. um, out of all the news. Right. Any reveal, I don't think they could top that for me. That is just like such a big win if that happens, but I don't think it's going to, unfortunately. Oh, but yeah. Blade will be there at the panels in some okay. form. Yeah, I think the Anthony part, uh, Star part is fake. Obviously, he's going to be... Uh, <laughs> season four of The Boys is going to start filming soon. Um, so is this new uh, spinoff. That's, that I think it's supposed hmm. to come up before season four, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure 
Homelander will have a cameo in that. So he's gonna be he's gonna be a there headless cameo. <laughs> uh, but you, yeah, that's uh, totally gonna happen. Like I've, it just that oh, yeah. just popped into my head, but they're totally gonna do that. Yep. So totally. Yeah. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think this is fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on, uh, Brie, Iman, and Tiona will be present. Will be present, showing some footage uh, of the Marvels. Um, but the, the 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 big part about this league is Anson Mount will reprise his role as Black Bolt, and Jodie Turner Smith will join the cast as Medusa in the post credit scene, setting up the Universal and Humans as a big cosmic story going forward. <clears throat> Sam, I agree in the fact that the Marvels will be there because it's coming next year. Um, I would imagine that they will show footage, even though it is over a year away. I, I still think that that's possible. I mean, it's pretty much mm-hmm. filmed. Um, Concept card, at the, le- at the least, yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would imagine, like, some brief footage. Maybe what they did right. for, like, Black Widow, where they showed a little right. snippet of the Taskmaster fight. I think maybe even just something as small as that. Mm-hmm. Uh the inhuman stuff, nah, it's not happening. It's, it's just, it's not. Um, see, no. I can, it's believable to the point. Okay, Anson Mount, okay, I, I can believe that. Jody Turner Smith as Medusa in the post credit scene. I don't think they're going to announce that at the show, the post credit scene. No. Um, so, yeah, and uh, it, it seems kind of ridiculous that this leaker knows what the post credit scene is going to be. Uh, so, yeah, this is very obviously fake. Um, but yeah, I think it will it will be really cool if you know uh, people going into the Marvels after watching Miss Marvel, uh, and they're all like, "Oh, they're never gonna do the Inhumans." Anson Mount as Black Bull pops in, and they set up the Universal Inhumans as a big cosmic story. That would that would be very cool to do. I mean, uh, you know, just be, be, just before we started recording, we were exactly. sort of joking around about Lockjaw, but I think mm-hmm. honestly, I that is something I maybe could buy into. Is I if mean, if that weird Lockjaw character was... from Shang Chi. Got yeah. um, got got popular. Lockjaw is he's the he's the Mar- Mar- MCU's baby Yoda, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that capitalized on that. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, as much as I hate to say it again, I think this is fake. Uh, but moving on, <laughs> this this one's hilarious. Okay, I, I, I as soon as I read it, I was like, "There's no way this is happening." Um, World War Hulk was uh, World War. Uh, how do I say that? A uh, World War Hulk. Uh, was originally going to be a movie, but is now going to be a four-part miniseries on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the big Avengers-level event before um, the Secret Wars, and it's going to include a lot of big characters, apparently. Uh, so, Sam, do you want to go first? Weirdly, I think that there may be some legitimacy to this. Not as a World War Hulk project, not as a miniseries, not as a film. Yeah. I think that a Hulk-centric thing that isn't She-Hulk is likely at some point. I think that could very easily be in the slate of the next Disney Plus shows announced, for example. Um, Whether it's a World War Hulk thing, probably not. Um, But something revolving around Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is going to happen at some point, I think. like I think that him and Thor are going to persist for a while longer. Oh, yeah. Um, in some form. So, yeah, this is fake as hell, but yeah, <laughs> there is something there where I could see, you know, obviously She-Hulk hasn't come out yet, so I don't think that they would announce another Hulk thing at SDC, but I think that there is mm-hmm. something probably in the works similar to this somewhere. Right. 
See, I think there is a World War Hulk project out there in development Ooh. somewhere in pre-production. But I sure as I'm I'm 100 sure it's not going to be a four-part miniseries on Disney Plus, especially if it's a big Avengers level event. Why would they throw that on Disney Plus? I'm sure they would try to make a movie out of it. The whole point of Disney Plus is that is that they have shows on background characters that might not be as explored uh, in the in the movies, and they're supposed to be prerequisites to the movies, not be the main event. Uh, at least that's what Feige said before. Um, yeah. But yeah, four-part miniseries in- involving big characters. This is 100% fake. Um, but yeah, I, I do think there's a movie eventually that's going to come out. Uh, there were some plot leaks for She-Hulk, or I think sometime around last year, saying that it does set up a Planet Hulk or World War Hulk sort of storyline. So I do think it could happen, but this leak sounds fake as hell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on. Number six, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. The majority of the cast will be there showing some footage for the movie. Real AF. Do you have anything else to say? Yeah, the, the, that's going to happen. Again, whether the cast is there, I think some of the cast, sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like, weirdly, I kind of get like a... This is done now, we're over right. it kind of vibe from the Guardians. Not that they don't care, but I think that, you know, there's maybe still a little bit of bad blood between Disney and James Gunn and... Mm-hmm him like definitively even before this film comes out saying this is the last film he's doing it's the last guardians film as we know it he's going to move to dc television after this oh, yeah. it kind of feels like he's got it finished i don't care about it anymore you know it's it's weird but it's got to yeah. be there for sure mm-hmm. one thing i also do want to mention they also have the holiday special coming out this year mm-hmm. i think right so i think we might see a short trailer for that over here maybe sure because uh, yeah, that, that is coming out this year, and uh, I think they have, they have already finished filming it. So, yeah, I think it's very possible. Um, but yeah, moving on, uh, number seven, Ant Man, Quantum Mania. Most of the cast again will be present. Um, the main cast, I should say. Uh, some footage will be shown, and Jonathan Majors will send in a video as Kang. So um, yeah, again, I think this is real. You know. Yeah, I I, I think it's weird. I I don't know which one I'm more certain on of the Marvels or Quantum Mania showing footage. Like Quantum Mania is closer, obviously, because they switched dates mm-hmm. recently. Right. But I don't know because I feel like I don't know which one is going to be the more VFX heavy. Right. Of the two, um, I think. Yeah, I think they will show footage. I don't think we're going to get a video of Majors as Kang though. I think that they'll hold that. Probably for the movie, yeah. That, yeah. That'll probably be their big surprise, yeah. I do think we might get some concept art of Modoc, maybe, because he's supposed to be in the film as their second sure. character. Yeah. Uh, maybe some casting announcement as well. Did they reveal who's playing him? I have a pretty fair idea of who, who's playing him. Um, right. It's, okay, it's not concrete, uh-huh. but uh, it's seemingly going to be Corey Stoll, who... He played Yellow Jacket as well, right? He did. Um, Oh, that's interesting. How that happens, not really sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But to to give some validity to that rumor that's percolating at the moment, Evangeline Lilly, when they were filming Quantumania last year, did tag Corey Stoll 
in her Instagram posts about wrapping mm. up filming. So interesting. He's involved somewhere. Okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting. He's he'd be playing both villains in both Ant Man movies. Um, I don't know whether they're gonna like retcon it that he is maybe he might be still character. Yellow Jacket, yeah. but Yellow Jacket is also Modoc or turns into Modoc. In I, I don't see that happening. I think it's just, he's just gonna be a new character. Same actor, sort of like how we had with um, um, Gemma Chan from Eternals. She was in the Captain Marvel movie as someone else, as one of the Kree soldiers. Mm-hmm. Then she was in Eternals as a completely different character. So, yeah, um, potentially. Yeah. I, at least that's the way I see it going. Uh, but next up, we have a Wonder Man series on Disney Plus. Uh, it'll be announced with Henry Golding playing Simon Williams, and Evan Peters is also returning as Ralph Boner. Um, you go ahead first. I have, I have quite a lot to say about this. Um, I mean, Wonder Man as a series is happening. It is happening. Um, I actually quite like the idea of Henry Golding playing him. Um, I think that Henry Golding is an actor that deserves more part. opportunities. Um, oh, yeah. like I liked Snake Eyes. Um, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like he's been on the, 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 precipice of stardom for a long time and it's just never mm-hmm. quite come so i think right. he would be a good fit he's good with comedy as well mm-hmm. um and he has that kind of stereotypical hollywood look that wonder man mm-hmm. should have the evan peters thing <sighs> it depends i mean he's because ralph boner is also an actor in one division right? yes uh-huh. like it, it's possible. I, I can see making cameo or something. Maybe I think a cameo would all it be all it would be like an, a wink and a nod that hey, remember right. when we pulled the rug out from under you in one division? So I don't <laughs> think I think that that went down so poorly. Oh yeah, that they don't want to prod it too much. You know, like I don't think mm-hmm. I don't even think retconning that now would save it. You know, I don't think if they went, actually, we double duped you because he actually is a really important character. I mean, like, that's, I don't think they're going to do that. I mean, I, that would be hilarious. But um, I'm going to, I'm going to take the risk here and say this is real. I think Henry mm. Golding could be playing uh, Simon Williams and Ralph Bonner returning. I, I can picture this in my mind. I can see it playing out. So, yeah, I'm going to say real. Are you saying fake for sure? <sighs> Like it's it's happening. It's just whether mm-hmm. it, we're going to see it at Comic-Con. Oh yeah, the details. Yeah. Uh, um. Sure. I think because it's been reported yeah. on in the trades, it's probably mm-hmm. in pre-production at the very least. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's probably coming within the next year and a half. I would say. Hopefully. 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 So yes, yeah. we probably if, will. If the one thing that doesn't come true from this from this particular segment is probably the casting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, everything else I can see happening. Uh, but yeah, the last segment of this is uh, the one more thing announcement will be a Mutants film starring Giancarlo Esposito as Professor X and Glenn Powell as Cyclops. You know what? I'm going to say this is real. Look, we Ooh. all know Esposito has been talking to Marvel for a while now, and I think he can be a solid Professor X. He has that subtle intensity in his voice. He can easily command a room he's in. Like, we've seen Breaking Bad. We've seen The Boys. He's played phenomenal villains in these. Even Far Cry 6 to, to an extent. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know why. P- people always seem to cast him as a villain. 
But I think it's time we start looking be, looking past that and let him do other stuff. And I'm so 100% down with this casting. Uh, as for Glenn Powell, I think he looks the part. So I wouldn't mind him. Hopefully the MCU does use Cyclops the right way, unlike Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what do you think, Sam? I think <laughs> that mm-hmm. Giancarlo, you know, I'm just being real here. Mm-hmm. The last time he interacted with a wheelchair, it didn't go very well. <laughs> um fair point fair that's point. a breaking bad reference for anybody who uh, didn't yeah. uh, doesn't doesn't catch on um slight spoilers I guess. Salamanca. Uh, indeed uh ding 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 um if for real though <sighs> i'd love Giancarlo as professor x i think he, mm-hmm. he would kill it he would knock it out of the park mm-hmm. do i think that he's that's going to be announced at comic-con no do I think a mutants project is going to be announced? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think a different Glenn Powell, again, Ooh. I agree. Like he looks the part. I, I would be happy. Like I mm-hmm. he wouldn't yeah. have been my pick, but then I don't know who I would have yeah. necessarily picked. Exactly. So like exactly. he looks good. I I mean James Marsden looked the part. He looks exactly. like a great Cyclops. Exactly. But again, Fox didn't use him right. Fox Precisely. just messed his entire character up. Um, uh, yeah. I am going to instead. And this is a mm-hmm. this is spicy. It's been rumored, but I'm gonna uh-huh. say that instead of a Professor X, because spoilers for the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. we have recently seen right. Professor Patrick X Stewart. iconically mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart. I think instead we might get an official announcement that Taron Egerton is indeed Wolverine. Oh wow, we discussed this last week. Interesting, interesting. Uh Sam bringing the spice here. Taron Egerton as Wolverine. Oof. I don't know how that would go down, though. So, like, w- w- would it be the... Would he be Wolverine in the Mutants film? Because, um, see, the way I would do uh, Wolverine, if if I was Kevin Feige, I would do a Wolverine standoff, a standalone film and an X-Men standalone film. I would mm-hmm. not have them associated together because of what happened with Fox. And then, eventually, down the road, they can meet. But I want... For the X-Men movie, I want the main focus to be the X-Men characters, Cyclops, Storm, Beast, Jean Grey, Rogue, uh, Nightcrawler. I want these characters, Professor X, these characters to be the focus. Because the problem with the Fox movies was Wolverine was the main character in all of them. Uh, so, yeah, I want that core group to get more more, more, more of a spotlight on them. And Wolverine can have his own separate project. Th- that's how I would do it. That's not necessarily how Kevin Feige would do it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think... If they do announce Taron Egerton as Wolverine, and I would personally like him as Wolverine, I think mm-hmm. he, again, yeah. I'm not sure who I would cast instead. And exactly. I think I can visualize him in the costume if they do the iconic uh, oh, yellow yeah. and brown as well. They Even yellow to. and blue, I'll, I'll take to. either. Um, mm-hmm. I can see him in it. Uh, I think, yes, he would be in the Mutants film. Mm-hmm. So he would be attached to it when they announce it at Comic Con. Right. Maybe I'm going to get even spicier here. <laughs> I would also say at the same time, mm-hmm. and this is never going to happen, but right. I'm just saying it. <laughs> right. They also announce a Wolverine Disney Plus series. Oh, that, that would certainly bring a lot of people in. That would bring a lot of people place in Disney Plus. Throughout different eras of modern history. That was so, rumored. That was rumored like the beginning of Origins Wolverine. 
the one the one good bit of that not origins wolverine the wolverine um the one good bit of that film we actually get that properly of james howlett properly doing things throughout history i'm gonna add to this i'm gonna add to what you just said in this anthology series we're gonna see Mm -hmm. him fight side by side with steve rogers yeah yeah i can i can buy into that yeah um, you know, Chris Evans make, he makes a cameo appearance, you know, mm-hmm. Captain America from World War II Wolverine next to him. God, um, this is never going to happen, guys. No, it's uh, not. It's yeah, never going to happen. Gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> do you have anything else to add about this particular leak? No, I think, I think, like, because you have, you, like you said, John Carlo has met with Marvel. Mm-hmm. I don't no like there's so many characters but i don't know who else he would have met for i like, mean unless they unless they're going I can really easily see him as a magneto i can exactly see so it's, as, it's uh, something doctor mutant doom? related yeah. i think right like a doctor doom again yeah doctor i could doom, buy into that maybe think... if marvel somehow worked with sony he could also be a norman osborne you know oh yeah, so... that's a wild card yeah 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 but i think like He'll be in something soon. That that would be mm. what I would anticipate. What I don't think, right. even if he was Professor X, I'm going to say he wouldn't be announced at Comic Con. Right. Yeah. That's that's where I. I mean, I don't see it happening either at Comic Con. Mm. But uh, I'm just gonna say it's real. You know, hype myself up and end up being disappointed, like I always do. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that is interesting. But there was also a rumor I think last year that um they were Marvel was planning on race bending both Professor X and Magneto. Uh, and they were uh, eyeing John Carlo Esposito and Denzel Washington as either Magneto and Professor X. I would love that. Do it. I Marvel. would absolutely love that. Please, Do Denzel it. Washington as Magneto. You mm-hmm. take my money right now. But uh, yeah, uh, that's it for the SDCC section of leaks. Uh, but we also have some more. Uh, so there's some stuff about. Um, so in this particular leak about uh, D23. There are some stuff about Armor Wars, Agatha Harkness. I'm not going to go over it because, again, it's the basic stuff. Cast announcements and all of that. Um, I Those are 100% going to be there mm-hmm. um, at D23. So I want to talk about the main, the, the, meat, the meat over here, uh, and that is Marvel is saving the announcement of Shang-Chi 2, Captain America 4, Thunderbolts, and Fantastic Four for D23. Uh, and right off the bat, I can assure you this is fake because from what we've seen, there's been plenty of posters of Captain America Sam Wilson at Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. So it's very likely we get that announcement at SDCC. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about the other, pro- other projects, though, Sam? Like all- um, I mean, yeah, like in terms of the legitimacy, those films are all happening. Like they are yeah. happening. The, the, those aren't and I can see all of them. I can see all of them at SDCC instead of D20. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, you're, you're baiting me. You're baiting me, man. Um, I would say yes and agree mm-hmm. with everything but Shang-Chi 2. Right. Only yeah, because the trades have... Oh, no. Because hmm. the trades technically haven't properly reported on Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Um, def- I would say definitely Captain America 4 and Thunderbolts, for sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would say they're pretty much set, right. locked. Right. Um, they have directors attached. They have writers. 
Um, oh. See, but I, I kind of feel like they are trying to fast track Shang-Chi too as well. Right. But also they're supposed to be the show. Well, I forget her name, his sister, uh, a Disney Plus yeah. series about his sister in the works before Shang-Chi too. So and again, it's like, about, yeah, we still haven't heard like, anything about that. Technically, they're trying to fast track Shang-Chi too, but it's not coming mm-hmm. next year. So that means 2024 at the earliest, but then there's so much else that needs to yeah. be done. 2024 is, I can see Captain America 4, Fantastic 4, and Thunderbolts. That's 2024. That's the way I see it. Mm. Uh, also, one more thing I did mention on the Miss Marvel spoiler cast. I, def- I can definitely see Shang-Chi making an appearance in uh, the Marvels. Because, mm. like, you know, that committee at the end of Shang-Chi? Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel, Bruce Banner, Wong, and uh, now Shang-Chi. Uh, I think we're going to get a similar version of that. Maybe just a cameo of all of them sitting together with Iman and uh, Tiona as a uh, Miss Marvel and Photon. Or, but yeah, yeah, I could see that happening, especially if we are working under the assumption that the Ten Rings are also Cree technology. And um, I think that, um, uh, as um, Jemmy mentioned on the Miss Marvel spoiler cast, that um, her bangles are the Negabands, Negabands are, yeah. are a variation. Of the Negabands, but uh, yeah, makes the most sense, I would say. Yeah. So, I guess uh, explains like, the swap as well with Captain yeah, Marvel, yeah, then, totally. Yeah. Like, it's hard to visualize in terms of where they've left Shang-Chi thus far, how he would integrate, but right. it's one of those things where if that's what they have planned, then there must be a good way of integrating him, and I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Um, yeah. Uh, <sighs> I'm being so indecisive. I think, yes, we will hear Feige say the names of all of those four films. Whether right. they are covered actually properly in the panel, mm-hmm. undecided. Right. I think Captain America 4 and Thunderbolts, yes. Fantastic Four, probably. Shang-Chi mm-hmm. 2, I think, might just get name-dropped in the same yeah, like way. Like how we got at SDCC 2019. It's exactly. like we have Fantastic Four coming, we have the yeah. mutants coming, so I think that's what we might get. Um, but yeah, if I have to say, I think we're 100% getting Fantastic Four news this year. I don't know if it's mm. at a San Diego Comic Con or D23, we are 100% getting them. Uh, I mean, casting announcement that's the first thing. Uh, but yeah, talking about Fantastic Four news, there's another part of this leak, uh, and that is oh my, this is this is hilarious. Um, so apparently, the Fantastic Four cast looks like this. Jamie Dornan is playing Richard, uh, Reed Richards. Amanda Seyfried is playing Susan Storm. Joe Keery is playing Johnny Storm. And Steven Spielberg is set to direct. <laughs> so sad. Just uh, go ahead, will you? Yeah, this is 100% true. <laughs> uh, no, this is, that's ridiculous. Honestly, like, it, it's fake. Mm-hmm. Um. That Spielberg is the nail in the coffin. Obviously, like there is, oh, yeah. there is no way that that's happening. Like there is oh, yeah. just not the, ever going the to amount happen. of times he speaks out against Marvel. It's just it's, it's, not it's like happen. it's like Martin Scorsese coming in. I want to direct the next uh, Hulk movie or whatnot. That's not mm-hmm. happening. That is not um, happening. And I think Steven Spielberg's style of directing doesn't even fit in with what the MCU tries tries to push or the message yeah. they try to convey. So. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Weirdly, though, I can kind, I could, if I'm just like theorizing in my head, I could see 
Marvel making those casting decisions. Because I think that Jamie Dornan does have a fan base, Mm -hmm. as ill-advised as that might be. Amanda Seyfried is prolific as an actress. You know, she's not necessarily raking in the audiences, but she she does a lot of work. Joe Keery is the one that I am like that makes the most yeah, sense to me. Like exactly. he is I would I would see him. Talk of the town currently because of Stranger mm. Things. Oh yeah. <laughs> Steve has such a loyal fan base from that oh, show. Yeah. So and I could see him being the sort of cocky younger brother of, of Sue Storm. Mm. I could I couldn't see that. Um yeah. But yeah, this 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 isn't happening. Um, one, because I think uh, I'm still undecided as to whether the the multiverse of madness illusion is actually going to be mainline MCU canon. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, especially with John Carlo, if they're going, if they're casting a di- different actor for Professor X, they yeah. might do that the same for uh, Reed Richards. You know? Like that, uh, I know that they've already kind of diluted their consistency with that because strange across universes is always Benedict Cumberbatch, but for some reason Mm -hmm. other characters aren't. Um, But it's like, also why this leak says that if Spielberg comes aboard, he would be the one that casts Ben (laughs) Grimm. (laughs) Why of all the characters would he get say on Ben (laughs) Grimm? The C- the CGI character, yeah. Unless for some reason the story was like pivotal around Ben Grimm, which I wouldn't have a problem with necessarily, because mm-hmm. um, I think that he is an underutilized character, both Ben Grimm and the Thing. Um, but yeah, this this isn't real. Yeah, hundred percent fake. Um, but the reason I also think it's fake is because we did get that What If season two image a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and that basically confirmed uh, John Krasinski is Reed Richards, Emily Blunt is Sue, Liam Hemsworth is Johnny. And um, a lot of people said that thing looked like looked like Jason Siegel. Uh, and to the, I think just like if you, the, earlier this week, we got another report from this insider from the this insider show mm-hmm. uh, that Jason Siegel is set to appear as a thing in She-Hulk. Um, so if if um, the thing is Jason Siegel in She-Hulk, um, I can those other castings ha- have to be true. Don't they? very true. I yeah. hadn't thought about that. Um, yeah, because so, my um, my counterpoint to that would have been, yeah, but that is in what if you know, like that's technically yeah, in that is true. That universes. could be about universe eight three eight, you know, exactly. But your point saying it. that if he is as is rumored from the the this insider, mm-hmm. if he yeah. is actually in She Hulk, that is main MCU. Oh, so yeah. logic would then dictate that the others also have to be consistent. Exactly. So exactly. I guess. That is what we have to base our thing on. Which I mean, imagine we get a whole Fantastic Four cameo in She-Hulk, like the post-credit scene. Ben Grimm goes there, and you see all of them assemble. That would make sense because what if season two is supposed to come out this year, right? I think that was the plan. I'm not sure how yeah. likely that is because we are right. like halfway through the year, and we don't even know mm-hmm. about the Halloween special yet. So, like... right, that is true. That is but, true. I mean, um, it, it could yeah, very it easily does come slot out this in. Year, yeah, and they have the entire Fantastic Four in there. They have to be appearing in something, right? Because a lot of people won't be familiar with them, especially MCU only fans. Sure, I would say. very true. So very true. I could see that happening. But what are your thoughts on Jason Siegel appearing in She-Hulk? Uh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like because She-Hulk is 
like out and out comedy. Um, obviously, Jason Siegel is a very well known comedic actor. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's coincidental, but How I Met Your Mother is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, oh yeah, I love like, I love How I Met Your Mother. It's I know not, a lot of people give it crap, not, but it's not great. Yeah, but it's, it's just it's like comfort food. Like yeah, I've watched, exactly. I've just I've had it on in the background for years at this point, and I've rewatched it like two or three times. Um, yeah. And Marshall Erickson is a great character in that. He he plays it very well. Um, so yeah, I I buy it. I buy it. Like if you know, you if know he is the cool. thing, then mm -hmm. that makes sense for him to show up in that show. You know what would be cool? This is again never happening. He he cameos in She-Hulk as Marshall Erickson because he's a lawyer as well, right? They face each other in the court of that law. Has, if that yeah, if he's in the show, that ha there has on. to be a reference. They, they to have, that. There has to be a nod to that. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all for the leaks we've had. Uh, but yeah, now let's just move on to our fun topic of the week, and that is our predictions for San Diego Comic Con. Um, so we're, we're just going to give one prediction, bounce off each other. So, um, why don't you go ahead first, Sam? What's your number one? What's your first, like, um, your least spicy, um, prediction? Say the best one for last. Least spicy. Okay. Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay. I'm going to say that at the end of San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con Marvel mm -hmm. panel, Secret Wars gets Ooh. stealth announced, but it's uh -huh. it's a dupe in the same way that Feige did the Civil War fake out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But I don't think that he actually reveals the real title. I think they let you think that Avengers 5 is going to be called whatever they announce it as, and they leave it as that for the panel. And it's only later down the line, whether it's D23 or next Christ year. San Diego right. Comic-Con next year, where they go, yeah. you know, we've worked on it for a year and, you know, it's just that's just hasn't worked out. So we don't do this very often, but boom, <laughs> Secret Wars, you know, yeah. um, that's my that's my prediction that it gets stealth now. So realistically, right. the predictions around whatever Avengers 5 is titled, I mm -hmm. think people will be like. Surely that's just going to be Secret Wars, right? Right. So we can kind of see it coming, but the reveal doesn't right. actually happen until a later date. All right. Yeah, that is a very good prediction. I can, I can definitely see them doing that. Um, my prediction is also sort of sort of related to that. Uh, my prediction is Captain America 4 with uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, is going to be Captain America, the Serpent Society. Ooh. Um, and that will be announced at San Diego Comic-Con this year. Um, again, all the posters are alluding to it. So it's going to be about the certain uh, Serpent Society and the Power Broker. So yeah, that will be Ooh. that will be very interesting because Kevin Feige did say when uh, he did fake that Serpent Society announcement that they are planning to do them at some point in the future. So you know, might as well do it now. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, what's 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 prediction number two? <sighs> okay, I'm going to say that. <laughs> somewhere in SDCC Marvel panel we get the announcements the long awaited announcements of uh, I don't know which way I want to lean on this 
a Nova show. Oh, yeah. We all know it's in the works. Ken Feige said it's happening. I think it finally gets announced now. And uh, I'm going to say we get a casting announcement. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know know who it's going to be. I think Nova is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And that's going to be like a surprise cameo or a surprise reveal. And then after that, they announce the Nova show or the Nova movie, whatever. Interesting. Potentially, I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. But I think that maybe if we, if I go with my speculation or Mm. guess, whatever prediction, we would also get like, hey, these characters are returning, and we would get John C. Riley and Glenn Close. I think those two would be attached to this announcement if it does happen. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Did you see that thing where um, Ryan Gosling was rumored to play uh, Richard Ryder? Richard Ryder. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 and then he said I he wants to play. Yeah. He's, then he said he wants to play Ghost Rider. I don't Do you like see that. him as a. You don't think that? No, I think he could pull it off because he did a similar movie. I can't remember the name. Drive, was it called? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I. Could I see him as Ghost Rider? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that Marvel are going to go Robbie Reyes instead. Um, and obviously, if they're going to he... go with Robbie Reyes, and then because uh, the rumor is uh, that Chloe Bennett is going to be in Agents of Shield as Quake, mm-hmm. then why don't they just bring over Gabriel Luna? <sighs> you know, maybe. But I think that because Midnight Suns is going to happen eventually, and mm-hmm. also I think that that is going to be such a hot property when it comes out. Pun not intended. Right. <laughs> like I think I don't know what what level of star power they they're aiming for because mm-hmm. if if we're assuming Doctor Strange is on the team, which I'd like to see, obviously oh, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch quite a big star. We have Oscar Isaac, Moon Knight, pretty big star. Blade, Mahershala Ali, big oh, star. Wow. Um, Daredevil, Daredevil, uh, Charlie Cox, yeah. like a, a lower level star, sure, but he's very popular still with his mm-hmm. fans. Yeah. I don't know if Gabriel Luna is at that level. Like he, he was well received in Agents of Shield. Yeah, but I don't know where really? they want to go. I think was he like, well received? Because I've seen a lot. Because from the people I've talked to who watch the show, they're all like, he was the worst part of it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've so, kind of seen the inverse. Maybe I'm just looking in different places. Probably. Um, no, I mean maybe... I'm talking about Kevin on our panel. <laughs> Kevin is like, oh, no, fair, fair, fair. No, Gabriel Gabriel Luna was the worst part of it. So. But again, Kevin has probably one of the worst choices ever. So, um, yeah, sorry, yeah. not sorry, Kevin. Um, <laughs> yeah, like maybe they do bring him over, but I think I don't know. I think that they might want to, and this is no offense to Gabriel Luna necessarily, but I think that they might want to have their own version of Ghost Rider um, and go with someone maybe more high profile. Don't know who that would be, but I right. would think that it will be a Robbie Reyes rather than. Hmm. Um, interesting, interesting. John Carlos Esposito as <laughs> Robbie Ray. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my prediction number two is I think we will get a full fledged Fantastic Four casting announcement at SDCC and news about the X Men at D23. Um, and that is, uh, I think at D23, we're just going to get a simple title tease like what we had last year for the Fantastic Four. No mm. casting announcement, nothing. And at SDCC, we get the Fantastic Four project with the 2024 release date and the casting announcement. 
I totally see that happening because um, why would they announce it last year if that show was co- if that movie or was coming out in like 2025 or 26? I definitely see it 2024 at the latest. Yeah, after yeah. That. yeah, yeah. I think I think 2024 is is a safe bet. I think 2023 is mapped out now. Yeah, um, and that's just me assuming that Blade is going to be the fourth film at the end of next year. I mean, it could come out before yet. Blade because Blade didn't get a release date either, and Blade no. was also the title reveal. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I think they they've done the groundwork for Blade, though. Like, obviously, he had his voice cameo at the end of Eternals. Oh, yeah, in Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mahershala Ali isn't getting any younger, so I think that they that is true. and obviously yeah. they've got the casting most of the cast announced anyway, and a director mm-hmm. attached. So I think that they want to get that film made asap, um, so they can have Mahershala around for as long as possible. So I think that. that like an oct- October slash November release next year um, makes sense. You know, we've got Marvel's Ant-Man. Halloween. I mean, Halloween. Exactly. Perfect. Halloween, Perfect yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Fantastic Four will be 2024. So yeah, I think the casting announcement probably likely. Maybe a director as well. I, I think yeah. is is I'm curious. Neither. I think I think it's gonna be Bryce Dallas How Bryce Dallas Howard, right? Because yeah. she has been rumored with the project. The people are saying she was gonna play Sue Storm, Sue Storm, but uh, I think she's gonna direct it, direct the mm. project, uh, especially if after her work on The Mandalorian. I'm liking what she's doing, so yeah. Yeah, I, I buy it. I like it. Yeah. Last and final prediction for you, Sam. What is it gonna be? Okay, I'm gonna kind of cheat because I have mm-hmm. two. Go ahead. Give me three. Kind man. of spicy ones. Give me three. <laughs> So my least of the two spicy ones, mm-hmm. we get an official official reveal and confirmation of the Halloween special happening. Whatever it's called, right. it, it's happening, right. it's unveiled, full cast. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we pretty sure it's, um, why can't I think of his name? Gael Garcia Bernal, that's his name. He's rumored to be um, Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. I think he's announced any supporting cast. Maybe Elsa Bloodstone, who's also rumored to be in Blade. Right. I think Oscar Isaac is also announced for the Halloween Ooh. special as Moon Knight. Interesting. Um, There's a lot of people because like when the Moon Knight trailer came out, there was that wolf-like creature, and everyone was like, "That has to be Werewolf by Night." Like, yeah, and it just turned out to be yeah. a jackal. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, obviously they have a rivalry in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in that Moon Knight first appeared in a Werewolf by Night comic. So I think that whenever Werewolf by Night comes in, which I assume is as rumored what the Halloween special is going to be about, right. it would make sense for Moon Knight to be there. Like it, it's too convenient that Moon Knight came out this year and, you know, um, Gael Garcia Bernal being another sort of Hispanic actor, I think would be attractive mm-hmm. to Oscar Isaac to sort of buddy up and, and whatnot. Probably. Maybe Werewolf by Night is going to be on uh, Midnight Suns team. Who knows? Um, Who knows? No. My spiciest take of all. And this is... Wait, before before we jump into that about yes. Werewolf by Night. So is this going to be like a 30-minute special or like a TV show? Like a, it's, a four it's, an hour long, hour long. it's an hour long. It's an hour long. One-off. Um, okay. So kind of like a mini film if you will like a right. short film okay. almost okay. um Interesting. yeah like I, I i struggle to to mm-hmm. visualize how that's going to play out like how do you 
introduce a character and have it be satisfying in an hour. hour. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think having an assist from something like a Moon Knight would help. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that that makes sense. Make it be a bit easier. Um, My spicy, my spicy take. How how spicy is it on a scale of one to ten? Like ten out of ten, never happening. Okay. Then I'll go. I'll go, and then okay, you, okay. you end with that. All right. Okay. Um, so even mine's probably ten out of ten. Never happening. Um, and that is uh, at the DC panel. Um, David Zaslav walks in, and he's like, "We have one more thing to show." Uh, curtains open, spotlights on. Zack Snyder who walks out on stage, and announces yeah. the Snyderverse is coming back. <laughs> he's coming back to. Fo- yeah. um, he's co- he's not going to be directing any of the movies because of his commitments to Netflix. But he will be overlooking those projects like Kevin Feige and have the producer title attached to them. Uh, and yeah, I think, you know, with all the negative negativity around DC, uh, as we discussed earlier on the show, this is the perfect way for them to, you know, come back with a bang. And if they announce that, I think that would trump uh, the X-Men announcement by Marvel because Snyderverse has such a large following. Uh, I mean, it was trending on Twitter for what, six months? And uh, yeah, if they announce that, that would be... A mic drop. Yeah, I mean that's 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 never happening. Like it's just yeah, not, ha- it's it's never not happening. I mean, never um, say never, but yeah. Um. And and I I just don't think that they would make those kind of announcements at Comic Con anyway. But we're being like fun mm-hmm. hypothetical anyway, right? Um, so no need to be too literal. <laughs> Weirdly, mm-hmm. like my brain when you said that jumped instead, and they wouldn't do this at this Comic Con, like, or I don't mm-hmm. think they would. It'd be a really aggressive move from dc if they did right i don't i don't think it would be Zack snyder obviously they they do need a kevin feige at the top right um yes that would be my guess if they were to get not necessarily as a producer but as like just the creative overlooking everything yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. um where he gets to do the projects that he wants to but he also has not final say necessarily, but the overarching control over the direction that the DC universe is going. I think that might happen and it might just be like an article that goes to the Hollywood reporter, that kind of thing mm-hmm. where, you know, James yeah. Gunn gets appointed creative lead at DC films. You know, that would be, kind of that would be very interesting. That, um, that, again, that would be a very aggressive move. Exactly. Um, you know, he, he just goes off, comes off the guardians of the galaxy three panel, <laughs> walks over to the DC side. Hey, I'm running DC now. Now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Screw you, Feige. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I, I like I like the boldness in your take. Um, is your take my... as spicy as mine? Yes, but in a different way. Okay, okay. So we said earlier on, we talked about the viability of Deadpool 3 being announced and showing up. Right. My spiciest take of all uh-huh. is that Deadpool 3, or Deadpool, should I say, Deadpool 3 is announced, but to be extra meta, it's three projects involving Deadpool overall, <laughs> one of which is Deadpool 3. Uh-huh. Another one is a crossover with Spider-Man. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> and the third one is a what if style animated series on Disney Plus 
that is a rendition of Deadpool, Deadpool kills, kills the Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe. Oh my but god, it's, I, I but saw it's that. Fox centric. <laughs> oh my god, that <laughs> I Deadpool totally kills the that. Fox Universe, and that I mean, is his well meta commentary action. on how he jumps universes. Might as well do it live action, dude. Like I would love to see that in live action. I like it yes, a I, lot of people. Though. I it prefer it. Of, yeah. I just I don't think Marvel want to go that. R-rated, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, even if Deadpool three is R-rated, I think that having it as an animated show kind of allows for more yeah. leeway. Either way, whether they do want to lean ultra graphic, having it animated yeah. might work better. Or if they want to tone oh, it down wow. and have it be funny, then uh, animated works as well. Wow, that would... God, that last announcement particularly, I could. I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Never going to happen. But if it does, it's never gonna happen. But yeah, I mean, if it does, what a way to kill off the Fox universe. That that mm-hmm. probably be the best project any of those actors have ever been in, Marvel related. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, that, that that's a very that's a very very spicy take. Um, how's it? How are they, How's he gonna do it though? Because there's that younger version of the team, X Men team, and then there's the older version of the team. So which one is he? I I say both. Both. Okay. I th- I think Deadpool. He time travels with Cable and kills both of them. Yeah, he's and like Cable just ceases to exist because he's uh, Cyclops's and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. He kills Scott Summers and Fable just fades away next to him. Yeah, that's yeah. That would what 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 a pitch, Sam. What a pitch. Um, but yeah, guys, that's all for today. Before we leave, Sam, where can we find you? People can find me at Sam Heaney on Twitter. That's H-E-A-N-E-Y. You can find me at Amon underscore M05. And guys, make sure to follow make sure to follow Save the Game Media on Twitter at Save Game Media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily updates on all our four shows. And make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And it, it really helps us out. And if it's five-star review, we will read it out live on the show. So thank you guys for watching or listening. We will see you guys again very, very soon. Peace. Goodbye.